Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest hey, Andrew. Well, hello there, Edwin. We are in a humongous chapter. Yes, we are. So I want to just go ahead and jump in here without any playful banter. All right, so it's Matthew chapter 26. Why don't you go ahead and read a little bit for us today? What are you going to read from? We're going to be reading from the New King James Version today. We're going to move forward in this last night, the night of Jesus' betrayal, reading verses 26 through 35. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night, For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Then Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night, before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Wow. Yeah. The just, for, I mean, I, okay, so arguing with Jesus. That, that's the thing that always gets me right here, arguing with Jesus. And yet it's not the first time he's done it or, uh, in, yeah. in the Gospel of Matthew, is and, it? And not even this week. And uh, not even this week. I mean, maybe in our discussions, right. but not even this week as far as in his life. Uh, yeah. the, the whole washing feet thing came up just a few hours ago. And yeah, that's Jesus right. argued with him on that. I mean, John Peter, argued that. With, Peter argued with him on that one also. That's exactly right. Yeah. So backing up before that, though, we've got the institution of the Lord's Supper. Mm-hmm. And what a powerful thing that is. I, yes. I'm not I'm not necessarily want to spend a whole lot of time conversing about that today, but I just want to acknowledge here we have the the Supper of the Lord mm-hmm. instituted. It's instituted alongside the Passover, mm-hmm. which by the way, I guess if I just want to throw out there, there there are lots of folks that I know today that talk about how the Lord's Supper ought to be more of just a common meal right. because it was with the Passover. A couple right. things I would say about that is the Passover was not a common meal. Mm-hmm. It was a ritual meal. It was was a very purposeful meal. And in addition to that, when Jesus instituted the supper, it wasn't actually the Passover. It wasn't, oh, now that we're in the middle of this meal, let's also do this thing. It Mm -hmm. It was a transition. It was, here's this memorial we've had from... Egypt and Israel getting out of Egypt, we're now moving to another memorial. Mm -hmm. And in the kingdom, this is the memorial memorial we're going to keep. This is the one that pertains to the Lord's covenant, Christ's Mm -hmm. covenant, uh, his body and the remission of sins. Uh, It's a very important, important thing. So you you have that going on this night. It's interesting in Matthew's Matthew's, uh, account here, we have the business about Jesus knows one will betray him. Mm. And we talked about this yesterday. Each one is questioning, Lord, is it is, I? Is, yeah, am I going to do it? Humility. Am I the one? Incredible humility. That was the thing we pointed Lots out. Yes. Now, from that beautiful picture of humility to the picture of unity, which, of course, the Lord's Supper does signify, as Paul will teach us about, the one bread, the 
one cup. And right. then singing a hymn together. The yeah. Un- the unity of singing a that's song right. together, lifting one voice. One voice. Up to God Romans in 15. praise. Yeah, Amen. absolutely. That's right. And then, uh, as Matthew tells it, a transition to the Mount of Olives, where when Jesus begins to give more prediction now, and remember, we started the chapter by reading about him predicting uh, a death. Uh, he talks about... Um, now it's the time I'll be struck. Now the sheep will will uh, flee, right? Be scattered. Referencing back to Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 7. And now here's where the pushback comes. Yeah. We've had a lovely evening thus far. Lovely evening, very <clears throat> humble, lots of unity. Yeah. And th- this is what gets me, is that when he was saying, one of you is going to betray me, it was me. Is, 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 am, am I going to do that? Am I going to do But See, betrayal seems to me to be this big, huge thing, and they all see themselves as capable of doing it and, and worried. Surely not. Surely not me. Will it be me? Right. And now he just talks about the fact that the shepherd's going to be struck and you're all going to flee. And the, no, no way, not me. In fact, Peter steps up and kind of leads the charge on this. Well, I would never fall away. I would never fall away. And so Jesus just tells him, look, okay, Peter, you actually tonight, before the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. Um, you know, the, the way you just said that there, it, it, it makes me think about this difference in people's minds between betrayal and desertion. And for some reason, betrayal was something they wanted to consider. I don't know. Lord, well, is it I? Yeah, they seem to all think that they might do that, <laughs> but, but, but not desertion. But desertion, no way. Yeah. And I'm all, and even though uh, Peter seems to lead here, it's his words that are recorded, as you pointed out, arguing with Jesus. But they all say it along with him, it Exactly, says. exactly. But they all agree. That's right, Peter. We're not leaving. We're not deserting either. None of us will desert. We all think we might betray, but none of us believes we'll desert. And that, that's exactly I, backwards from the way I would view it. I, I, mean, would, I, would, I would think so, too. I'd be a whole lot more like, yeah, I might actually flee, but I would never betray you, as if there was a difference. But Well, I, you know, and, and I, I don't want to get us too far afield here, but I, you know, if the concept was was earthly reign, earthly kingdom, kingdoms of men. There are times all throughout history, and even in Bible history, when there were conspirators yeah. in the court of the king. You know, did, did they hear some of that as, as almost prophetic or something, that one day someone would betray me? But, but then this idea of desertion, and even tonight, that's the other thing, that there's an immediacy about this, which I'm not sure if I pick up on immediacy uh, in the betrayal talk, you know, although the Lord says, you're with me, um, one here will betray me, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know. But this whole deal about tonight, it's going to happen, and there's a big pushback on that. I wouldn't ever desert you tonight. Well, you know what, that may be getting to the, the heart of it. I hadn't noticed that distinction between the betrayal might be a at some point, whereas the desertion is, is well, you, this is, is going to happen tonight. Yeah. I'm going to get struck and y'all are all going to flee. And then, of course, with Peter, by tomorrow morning, <laughs> yeah. with, within the next 12 hours, you're yeah. going to do this. Yeah. And Peter's just, it's, it's unfathomable. There's no way. Yeah. So I, I know this is going to sound odd because yesterday I wanted to talk about the humility of the... Um, recognition of my own capacity to fall. Which was great to see because so many of the lessons we've had about these apostles is that they're having a hard time learning humility. Yeah. 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 So it was a good thing to see. 
And I know when I come to Peter here, there's most of the time when I look at this, I, I want to look at the negatives of this, and there and there are a lot of them. And so we could spend a whole lot of time talking about the negatives. I certainly, uh, in the other gospel accounts where he compares himself to the others, they will fall away, but I will never. Mm. I, I don't want yeah, to emulate even if that all all. others fall away. Yeah. I certainly don't want to emulate the idea of arguing with Jesus. If Jesus says you're going to do this, then okay, you're going to do it. There's, there's no sense arguing with him. But I, I kind of... This week as I'm reading this, it hit me that, you know, while I, I, I hold in the one hand having the humility to know that I, I'm always capable of falling and so I have to be prepared and put mm-hmm. guards up, mm-hmm. there's this, this statement that Peter makes that I do like the verbalizing of a commitment. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important. And that, that while we hold in one hand the, the recognition that, that I can fall and so I need to be careful— I think at the same time, we need to hold in the other hand, but I want to verbalize the commitment that I want to make, the thing that I want to accomplish. And I do think that's important because we all know that Peter's going to struggle to keep this commitment over the next 12 hours. Yeah. But long term, Peter does keep this commitment. Sure. In the end, Peter does actually die for the mm-hmm. Lord. Yeah. And right. I think part of that is connected to this verbal commitment, this verbalized commitment, because it's... I think in part, it's the verbalized commitment that produced a lot of the guilt when he failed, sure. th- that pulled him back, that he remembered his own words, and he remembered right. that he not only believed right. this, but he said it to Jesus, and he not only said it to Jesus, he said it to Jesus in front of these other 11 men. Yeah. And he kind of suggested those other guys might fail where he wouldn't. Well, in the other accounts, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and so this verbalized commitment is the thing that... that that gave some uh, some legs, if you will, okay. and and I think was helped pull him back after all this was done. And again, long term, he does keep that verbalized commitment. I've never doubted Peter's sincerity. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, here is zeal, and I think he meant what he said at the time. We, you know, we have the benefit of seeing how the story ends. Not even just this night with the betrayal before the rooster, but then uh, ultimately, as you point out, he he does die for the Lord and is the martyr's death. Um, having said that, um, he, he kind of didn't know what he was saying, though, too, right? Well, no, he didn't. He didn't <laughs> understand exactly what this was going to entail. I think probably... Um, mm, um, Thursday's conversation, I think we'll yeah. really get into that a little bit more. But yeah, he didn't understand what he was committing to. Yeah, he he thinks he's talking about, and again, I want to talk about this more on Thursday. But um, he thinks he's committing to we're going to go battle, and I'm ready to die in battle for you. Yeah, I think that's what he thinks he's committing to. Yeah, and and he's he's ready to do that. He's ready, to, but his problem is he doesn't understand the kind of Messiah Jesus is. Yeah, prepare, prepare to fight, and and we certainly see that because when it all goes down, he's the one that draws the sword and he starts swinging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he was not prepared for Jesus to go as a lamb to the slaughter. No, he was not. And to be silent. And there's something, and I hope we spend a couple of days just even thinking about that, the distinction between what Peter was prepared to do, yeah. and he was straight up prepared to do it. Yeah, yeah. And what Jesus was actually asking of him. Mm-hmm. And that, again, I think we'll, we'll flesh this out over the next couple of days a little bit more. Well, let's tease, the, tease out this uh, idea for a moment then. We've seen in Matthew that Jesus does want the kind of commitment Peter's talking about. Yeah. I mean, when he was asked about the greatest command, it's to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. Mm -hmm. The second is like to it, to love your neighbor as yourself. The Lord wants all of you. Mm. And here's Peter saying, you got it. 
and I will never leave you. And yet the Lord must teach him a lesson even in this. The Lord uh, tells him, you're, you're saying these things, but but <laughs> before the rooster crows, you'll have denied me. Yeah. Uh, maybe one of the things I learned there is that is what the Lord wants, but, but my own strength is going to be weak. Mm. It's going to be by his grace, by his mercy, by his power that my might keep any any of my commitments and even my commitments to him. Well, which is why I have to have the human okay, so as we go back and forth between these two things we've talked about yesterday and today, mm-hmm. which is why I make this commitment, I, I declare it, I, I I give it to the Lord, I promise it, but I understand my own capacity and capability for falling. And so what do I have to do? I have to rely on God. I have to hang on to God. I have to I have to dig into his grace and his yeah. strength and and that's gonna mean being in his word. It's going to mean spending time in prayer. It's going to mean being around his people. It's going to mean uh, devoting my life to worship and service and, and, and all of those things that tie me to him, that connect me to him, that allow his strength to start flowing through me. Because if I try to do this on my own, it's not going to work. Well, you know what? And, And even as you say that, it occurs to me, maybe the signal here that I'm not working in his strength, I'm working in my own, is that Peter actually is arguing with He's Jesus arguing here? With Jesus, yeah. So I know that if I'm arguing against him, if I'm if I'm back talking Jesus about something, I'm not in his strength right now. No, am you're I? right. You're I've, right. I've gone my own way now. That part we don't want to emulate. <laughs> we don't that part do we that. don't want to emulate. <laughs> well, uh, listen, there's so much in here, but we probably need to go ahead and wrap up today. So let me go ahead and end with the prayer. Holy God, thank you so much for your Son Jesus. Thank you for the truth that He proclaims, even when it's hard to hear even when when we want to argue against it. Help us to submit and surrender to all that he has said. But Lord God, we do want to commit to you. Our goal is to be faithful, to be faithful unto death even. And we pray that through that faithfulness and through your grace and your strength that we will receive a crown of life. And while we see Peter struggle in this chapter, we are so encouraged to know that you were patient with him and in time, He really did keep this commitment, and we know that you will be with us, and you will complete your work in us, and so we rest in you. It's through your Son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna, Christ is captain of the mighty throne.